forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains some big news from me and some big questions from you. Papa Scott welcomes you to Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast about theme parks hosted by three childless men in their 30s. No longer, I am childed man in his 30s, Scott Gardner, joined by Uncle Mike and Uncle Jason. Oh How are you guys? God. What if that was the way you told us, too? <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I, I mean, that here I was trying really... to surprise the listener, but I, this whole time I could have surprised the host, too. No, I actually uh, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, was it? Oh crap! Uh, I thought I saw you on there. Do uh, okay. Well, oh. I got lots, you know, I got lots to tell Scott, you. You know, I got a new phone. You know, I switched to Android. I got a new phone number and really <laughs> messed up my entire life. Uh, <laughs> I I also I thought you were just like trying to be uh, polite to Aaron and not bring it up. I guess clearly you haven't been paying. Uh, you were paying a lot of visual attention for a little while there. Well, she kept standing behind pillars, holding boxes, you know, <laughs> like a like a Veronica's closet actor, you know, <laughs> conveniently passing uh, uh, donkeys and camels a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, uh, so yes, so, it's true. The news is true. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm a dad, everybody. Um, I'm uh, I'm Papa Scott now. I uh, let's make that permanent. I'm going by Papa Scott. Uh, That's which, good. Which sounds uh, I mean it is good, but it sounds a little. It does sound a little similar to Papa Squat. So I'm mm. not I'm not thrilled about it uh, in that regard. But uh, I am thrilled because I just had, I just had a baby. My wife Erin and I just had a baby. And just to be very clear. This is not some extended uh, bits, and, the, and we're talking about Rex or something. Uh, though we do respect him um, as number one, we have had a, a second child. Um, and, uh, and let's do the gender reveal as well. It's mm -hmm. a good boy. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's a very good boy, everybody. Uh, he really is, too. I, I mean, I, I was going to say that. Regardless, but um, I, I certainly would characterize him uh, having met him now as a good boy. Yes. Do you? I mean, are you already like? Are you already gauging like uh, how good he's going to be with certain drop rides or uh, launches? <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I'm doing like a conversion um, scale kind of on my body. Like if I lift him up this high. At his size, how many feet is that equivalent to a Tower of Terror um, or to a lesser one, just like a Camp Snoopy kind of thing? Um, I, I, you know, I, I Tower of Terror. Well, I guess if I if I like got up like on a high flight of stairs and I jumped down and he was in my arms, then that 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 might be like a Tower of Terror height. But I probably couldn't like jump way back up to that same. It's hard. It's hard to do a launch. Right. Yes, I see what you're saying. Well, it's yeah, interesting you you say that because I now that reminds me of when Joe Rody was describing what his philosophy was when he re uh, when he 
reskinned the Tower of Terror into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is that he wanted the car to simulate the fun of getting tossed in the air like you're a baby. Oh, you better believe I've thought about that uh, when, I've, <laughs> when I've held him like any like just kind of sudden. I'm not actually jumping around with him. Just to yeah. be clear, there's He's no Michael Jackson fresh. hijinks. Have. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think even if you did, even just like a slight elevation, he doesn't even uh, respond to yet. He's very, he's very uh, new, by the way. We're, we're recording this. He's uh, not even two weeks old uh, as, as we record this. Um, so, uh, but yeah, when he, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not giving him a throw anytime, but I, yeah. with that roadie explanation, I, I, I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to give him, him little rides. You know, I'm thinking about the, the theme park angle of all this i was trying to theme the room like yeah. creating a imagineering a themed environment for my son it's wonderful uh yeah uh, would you like to tell the listeners how how and where you told us because uh it's very clear in my mind do you remember? yeah i'm i love that i can say that that for yeah for for the longtime listeners of the show that uh i i uh, aaron and i told mike and Lindsay. And, and Jason uh, in Epcot Center. We were in World Showcase. I think we had just left the Mexico Pavilion. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 and knowing that, yeah, so we knew right before we did our Orlando trip back in October. And I, I definitely was in, in the effort to, uh, you know, Imagineer a fun little breaking the news moment. It was crazy knowing like, oh, I, think, I think we get to tell the guys uh, in Disney World. That's going to be nuts. Yeah, what yep. a <laughs> what a perfect on a Disney World trip. So crazy. What a what a way to heighten it. It was uh so bonkers and we were like we were trying to find the right moment too because I knew it was going to be um it was going to end up being a problem because there were going to be rides that Aaron could not go on. Um yes. and and we ended up there just wasn't the right moment to say it on the first day. Uh, when we were in uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, so I'm just going on Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster without her. Uh, it was all it was all such a bummer. I know she like specifically was really dreaming and hankering to go on the original Tower of Terror. Um, so that was a bummer. Um, and we all got to go on the new Hagrid's wow. coaster. We got to like you know, with our, our, yeah. our crazy connections, jump on that thing, and she just had to sit back and hold our bags. Yes. Okay, which we we made a point not to pull the can you hold my bag yes. very often, but the Hagrid's thing was kind of last minute. So we yeah. did. We didn't know of, where to put anything. Kind of quickly, yeah. So It's chaos around there. And it, and it really, um, to use a, a Simpsons analogy, it was a lot like Lisa coming back from the uh, Itchy and Scratchy movie. And like, so how was it? Nah, it's okay. And I'll be honest. Oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, exactly. I mean, it was hard to suppress the excitement uh, over that ride and several other rides. Uh, so, uh, Aaron, I just want to say, uh, I'm sorry. We'll get you on all of those things. Uh, uh, I owe you a lot of uh, bags held. And I guess so, does, so do you guys, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we didn't um, like, you know, she was sitting. We didn't like, you know, just keep comically handing her bags that weighed her down uh, slowly and then, you know, bl blocked her face in the end. Like it was. Yeah, uh, right. She was, she was comfortable. Well, well, look, if these parks open within the next year or two, uh, we'll go. I'll hold the bags. Jason will hold the baby. 
Hey, all yeah. right. Um, <laughs> give him a little, give him a little uh, drop ride. Yeah, I'm the yeah, I'm the au pair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can bond over having uh, extremely persnickety stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, I, I do have to tell you, I don't think I've ever told you this story, but um, the night before you told us, uh, Mike and I were at a bar, and I actively said the phrase, hey, did you notice we've been out of town for three days and Aaron hasn't had a drink once? You did notice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were definitely, because, yes, it's a tell. It's I, definitely a tell. I think I said, yes, I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> We were well, we were wondering, and we thought about telling you guys at the uh, what what's the place Bahama Breeze? You're thinking of the Schaumburg? Schaumburg, Illinois Bahama Breeze. <laughs> On Gulf Road, there's a restaurant. It's a chain called Bahama Breeze <laughs> that we went to after Woodfield Mall to you know just get a nightcap as you do in Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we order? We ordered that it was like a flight, right? Or you ordered I had a, a flight? flight. Scott? You yeah. had a rum flight. Yeah. Yeah. So in comparison, you must have. Yeah, it must have been a little fishy that I had a flight, which I didn't finish, and that Aaron next to me did not touch the flight. Yeah, that's that's all a little insane. Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's that's so funny you guys noticed and didn't. Uh, we, yeah, we were wondering, um, especially because we kept, there were other people who we told just because we, we had this twice where um, we went to a restaurant, a drink order was placed. And Aaron said, uh, just a uh, just a sparkling water for me. And um, especially this, what her dad was one of these scenarios. Her dad gave her the biggest raised eyebrow glare I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like, ah, fine, I'm pregnant. <laughs> they could not hold it on. Hold it in. <laughs> I'm just saying you guys have a reputation you uphold. Uh... Hell yes. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's pretty crazy, and and that's that's the main thing. Look, uh, uh, if if Aaron's if Aaron's listening back to this, um, obviously I am so impressed by your, you know, by your strength getting through the pregnancy and through the, um, you know, through the delivery and everything. But the drinking thing, primarily and especially because we were in Epcot Center during the Food and Wine Festival, and you did not have mm-hmm. a single drop. And oh my God, the fortitude! If that doesn't show that she could be uh, an incredible mom, uh, then I don't know what does. Yes, kudos, Sarah, and that's it's that's a very hard scenario all around. Florida. We couldn't do an abracadabra bar. Uh, there was so, yeah. so much we couldn't uh, get done. Couldn't do an alcoholic uh, Star Wars milk. Um, right. Yeah. 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 Um, all that combined with the you know incredible heat and you know like it was like, it wasn't as fun of a trip for. For Aaron, we ended well, up uh, we ended up having a good time. But, sure. Uh, oh my yeah. god, we it was such oh, a yeah. bummer to like to to get that to realize what was happening and go. Oh my god, Disney World. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I realize also it's possible that at some point in time, uh, because this is kind of a, like a little verbal record of the birth of my son, it's possible he could be hearing this someday. So oh, yeah. maybe I should cool it on the swears uh, for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, what age would you anticipate he starts going into the back catalog of your paywalled podcast? <laughs> Wait, is this a paywall episode? <laughs> is it I paywall? 
I thought it was a main feed. I think oh, it's okay. feed. This I think my... Second, this is the second time during quarantine that I've been incorrect about where our, the episode we're currently recording is going. Well, who knows? We, we don't know what day it is. Loopy. Yeah, I know. Uh, literally, the main thing I have had besides a couple like Zoom things is is recording. That's the only thing on my calendar is recording and like... Uh, and sorry, I took it off your calendar for a little bit. Uh, no. Our boy took it off your calendar. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. I mean, that's the other thing. We have, we've been going, um, we've been working hard for a while now to get a backlog, to get like a, a buffer. Yes. And which, thank you, guy. Thank Mike and Jason. Thanks so much for that, for building up the, uh, the, the, the catalog that could exist if I need to do a paternity leave. I don't know that I... Super will, because he is pretty mellow at the moment. But you just, you know, just in case some crazy thing sure. was going wrong, uh, uh, it's, sure. it's, it's nice to have the cushion. But so, yeah, for our listeners with that, I don't think you'll hear, you won't get a break from me. If you wanted a break from me, sorry, I don't think you're going to get it, even with the birth of my son, because we've been, yeah, we've recorded, I think we have like 13 in the bank right now. It's like a crazy number. The, and, yeah. they, and none of those reference that you have a child... None of them reference that I have a child, and none of them reference the coronavirus. Not, I mean, no, some of they, I guess they <laughs> start to do, at a yeah. point. But we, like, yeah, that became the issue. Like, that's part, we were doing the backlog, and then, oh, God, this breaks out. And now, yeah, so it's, like, a, a lot is going to be missing. Um, uh, uh, and I guess, yeah, well, that leads me to another point, which is, uh, that we had to do this during the virus. Um, and, and I say, I don't have, like, a real any like jokey material here it was just you know we were we were very nervous it was very crazy um and it it sort of impacted the way we rolled out this news actually if i could go way back the the plan for a while was uh we were going to do an episode with aaron aaron was on the show back in the city walk saga hasn't been on in a while uh we're gonna have her come on and introduce the new like you know say she was pregnant and that that could be fun right then um, the day before we were going to record her episode, it became clear that Fry's Electronics was installing my video and closing. So, uh, bump Aaron, that's not happening. Sorry, we got to go down to Fry's. All right, so we'll reschedule it for a couple weeks from now and should be good. Then the virus-defining event of our lifetimes happened. And I'm like, I don't want to tell the audience we're having a baby now. They're going to be so worried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's not a fun way to break that news so what i'm happy to say is that you don't have to worry you didn't have to worry we didn't have to worry um you know he he's fine everybody's fine the delivery was kept so separate as a separate wing of the hospital um if you are pregnant right now or if you have someone in your life you care about who's pregnant i can't guarantee anything about the scenario in which the baby will be born but we at least are a case of uh you know you can you can have a baby in coronavirus times and it can be safe and, and not insane and still just as, as wonderful and uh, magical as it's supposed to be. Yes, that's I mean, that's uh, yes. Having baby is stressful enough, <laughs> I would imagine. So it's good. It's good because I think you guys had a nice timing where and not the nicest timing, but like nice timing where it was like they had a few weeks to figure out exactly what was good. It wasn't like the day after it hit. <laughs> yes, yeah, because there was so much I didn't know. And it went like when the state went on lockdown, I didn't know what that meant. And then you hear 
Um, I think some news story was going around about like in France, they aren't allowing the partners in the in the delivery. And I was there. Let me be uh, clear. Uh, um, if I'd use the virus, it's like, yeah, I'd just rather not. And I just I don't <laughs> feel safe. I mean, I know it's not a law or anything, but uh, have, you have made them <laughs> you made them quarantine in a hotel for two weeks, too, before they came back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the Radisson. Um, I, I know. But I, don't, I think like in I think it was happening a little in New York and may still be. I don't know. I don't want to say all this and then have somebody not be able to be with their partner. Uh, I think delivery, but I places. Yeah, I just don't remember where. I don't think it was widespread, but I think the news yeah. story was going around enough that I started getting a certain kind of text. that was like, hey, just thinking about you and just really want to make sure. And I don't doubt that's people who, who care. But I just started feeling a lot of dread from people. And I was like, I don't our hospitals never said anything. I think it's going to be OK. And it was OK. Uh, we just had to have masks on for a lot of it. And, sure. uh, you know, uh, grandparents couldn't be there. But um, uh, I don't know. Besides that. Um, you know, but you're also so tired. I'm like, as much as it would have been nice to see everybody and have that moment. But you're like, I don't, I'm not in a state to socialize. I haven't slept in days. Um, so it all it's 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 working out. It's it, it all worked out. I'm happy to say. Great. Great. Yeah. 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 Um, what was, what else was on my, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jason. Oh, well, I was just going to say, uh, now that you are, you know, uh, essentially spending a lot of time with a small cantankerous creature who loves to sleep 18 hours a day, I just wanted to say, you're welcome. You're welcome for the prep work. You're welcome. (laughs) Dealing with me for three years has prepared you. (laughs) What's this voice? What's this voice coming out of you? Yeah, welcome. You're welcome. A little more grandmother. <laughs> Harvey Firestein over here. It is Harvey Firestein. I I did was Harvey Firestein was not on. I just watched the the nine Stephen Sondheim ninetieth uh, birthday uh, oh, yeah. celebration last night. Harvey Firestein not on, but um, uh, the the version of Ladies Who Lunch was done by Christine Baranski, Meryl Streep, and Audra McDonald. So uh, still. Star studded, but I beat them by a week. <laughs> yes, it, oh, because you it, did, yeah. And this is archived on Twitch. Uh, you you did yes. a, a stirring rendition um, of yeah. Ladies to Lunch. We did a little. There was, a, in case you didn't see it, uh, there was a Disney sing along telethon. Uh, not a tel. Well, yeah, yeah. I said they were raising money, kind of. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot of people sang Disney songs from home, and uh, we we decided to do a little one. Ourselves right after it was over. Uh, yeah, Jason, I loved your your Sondheim. Uh, Mike, thank you. Played keyboards and uh, did a little medley of goofy movie Eye to Eye and the uh, and the Citywalk Saga theme. Um, I kicked it off with uh, I'll Make a Man Out of You, the Donny mm-hmm. Osmond super pronounced song uh, from Mulan. Um, yeah, that was a blast. I let me say this. Also, that that also leads me into sort of the next little step of the delivery story because um, that was a. Uh, that was like it was right before like it was really close to when we uh went into labor uh uh like not the night but it came soon after um and we've been having fun with these little things on twitch um and i did a thing where uh i made a a, a carthay manhattan at home and i did a little dj set with with rex uh my first son and uh, I, won't, I won't neglect him. Uh, Rex, if you're listening, I love you just as much as uh, before a couple weeks ago. Um, so anyway, that was a little fun thing we did. So, so just with that in mind, uh, let me paint the picture of the, the delivery night. I don't think you guys have heard 
this full thing necessarily either. Um, basically, uh, I think the day that we did that little, uh, our little sing-along thing, we had an ultrasound that the, from the, the doctor's point of view was very like, all right, so he's doing good. And, you know, I think he's still got some time and, you know, he's not too, uh, not, not getting too deep there and you, sh- you should be good. So we felt like, okay, so we have a little more time to prep and everything's fine. I had a glass of wine that night. Uh, um, and then like, you know, a little bit later, uh, a, a couple nights later, we're uh, thinking about that ultrasound and like, all right, he's not due for a couple more weeks. I think we're fine. You know, chilling out with a little drink or something sounds nice. Um, so I, we decided to go treat ourselves to takeout and go to a place that we miss very much in quarantine, uh, the Tam O'Shanter, uh, Walt Disney's favorite restaurant mm-hmm. and perhaps uh, my favorite restaurant as well. Um, so we ordered takeout from there and on the phone, they kind of upsold. They said, you know, we have cocktails to go and I haven't done that in these quarantine times. And I was like, well, hey, we're chilling out. This might be one of our last nights to chill out. I will do that. I will get a maple old fashioned. Um, and, uh, uh, my, uh, I don't know how do I want to tell the story? Okay. So, uh, uh, we get a maple old fashioned. We drive out there. Uh, we're chilling out, uh, playing a game of trivial pursuit, um, and in fact, I went and found the, the card. I went and found the question that was right before uh, things started happening. And I, I'll actually, I'll ask you guys the question. I'm curious if you guys know. Um, okay. What reveals the pirates' skeletal shapes in Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl? Oh, that's a good... So what... So, yeah, because they're dead. I remember this. They're dead in the movie and something... Uh, reveals that they're dead by showing you their skeleton. I'm understanding the cr- question correctly. I think so. I mean, I, I haven't I haven't seen that that scene, so I don't I don't know this moment very well. <sighs> Is it Can, some sort of uh, Jason? Go ahead. I think I know it. Is it the moon? Is it the light of the moon? It is moonlight. Correct. Wow! Ooh, great. You Jason. nailed it. And that's the Thank that's you. the toughest one. That's if you're a little six. Um, that that'd be your question. Uh, much easier than who was Johnny Depp's inspiration for Jack Sparrow. Right, of course, which yeah, is yeah. Uh, 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 Joe Perry from Aerosmith. <laughs> yes, as we as we all know, <laughs> absolutely famously. So, um, anyway, you got the right answer, uh, Aaron. I asked that question, and her water broke. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the moon controls the tides, boy. <laughs> feel it was a question Jones. about moonlight. <laughs> Davy Jones's locker. <laughs> Um, yeah, it would now let me let me say this about that. Uh, we took a delivery class that sort of underlined something for me that I didn't realize. They said, you know what, it's not like it is in the movies. It's not, you know, that you're doing something, then all of a sudden, oh my god, my water broke. It can be a really tedious process and it's preceded by contractions and maybe you don't even feel them and you don't know what they are. And then, you know, your water breaking might not be till deep, deep into the process. Cut to us exactly like it is in the movies. <laughs> like completely <laughs> unexpected. No question that's what it is. And as I said, weeks to go from when it was supposed to be. I uh, Don't worry about, the, you know, he's super healthy and it's all fine just to say that. But it totally blindsided us. Uh, we put the Trivial Pursuit down and I am at this point about halfway through my maple old fashioned from the Tam O'Shanter. <laughs> A thought occurs to me. Uh, I had been seriously thinking about had they not suggested a maple old-fashioned to me, I had been thinking about bringing the food home and making a Carthay Manhattan. 
And these are strong drinks. Mm-hmm. I yeah. even thought about doing one of those little Twitch things. I was like, oh, that'd be fun to do. Maybe I'll do one more of these little DJ sets and I'll like entertain the people, <laughs> some of our audience uh, over uh, this wonderful, <laughs> very strong drink. This maple old fashioned, I think, saved my life. Save my baby's life, or at least oh, the experience. Yeah. Like, thank God for this Tam O'Shanter uh, less strong drink because it was totally fine. Uh, I was not driving intoxicated. And I, I oddly was going slow for me. I, I didn't. I didn't guzzle the thing. Yeah, um, right. But thank that. That would have been just a a, a cursed Carthay Manhattan. The Pirates of the Caribbean. The curse of the Carthay Manhattan. <laughs> what wow, do you mean? I'm, you guys aren't taking a lot of lifts right now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. there's like one stray one uh, 50 minutes away. Uh, he's in Silmar. Hurry up, hurry up. That preserves the Carthay Manhattan, luckily. Yeah. Like that oh. preserves it in your brain, and like you'll be free to sip. I mean, it's, uh, maybe tonight you could have one. Like, there's I, no association with it. I would love to drink that. I also, again, uncharacteristically, this this the, the whole, every step of the pregnancy is push the drinking because I I can't imagine like the energy. We're doing shifts and I got to stay up pretty late and I, I yeah. can't imagine you combine that with drinking and oh my god. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, who oh God? Who am I? That's what's happened. Like what an identity crisis. I'm not drinking. Aaron and I went to Disney World and we she didn't drink for days, uh, months really, um, and. On top of all this, I think we have to talk about this, the original tagline of the I show. Know. No oh, yeah. longer applies. It's just not factual anymore. Oh, I know. I th- yeah. I've been thinking about this since you said it. I was the first thing I th- that's the first thing I thought of before anything like, "Oh, that's great. They're having a child." I thought, "Oh, no, this ruins the tagline of our podcast." Yeah. Um I think I that's the first thing have... my parents said. <laughs> is it right? Is it really? <laughs> I think I think I said, "Oh, Scott and Aaron are having a baby," and they're like, "Well, you gotta have to change um, the tagline of your podcast." <laughs> multiple friends and uh, guests of the show have brought this up. Yeah, this was this was kind of the branding, uh, um, and and not only that. I mean, like it's been a whole thing too because the I think the idea was that that's something that we say at the top of every episode because I really like that joke. It was an undeniably funny joke jason maybe you thought of that i, I don't recall um but the uh I, I like i the reason we changed the jokes at the beginning is kind of because as much as i like that joke i did not necessarily want to my personal brand to be childless man in his 30s sure because I, I didn't know i really didn't know and i'd be lying if i said that that the the tagline and the joke wasn't in my head a little bit in making this decision like <laughs> i it's like it's I, I think maybe you there's a way you could view this where this this baby that's in the other room is here because of the joke wow, wow. it's like you were proving to the joke that you were gonna have a child and not be a theme <laughs> i'll park show guy. you <laughs> it's a 30 something theme park guy i will invalidate this joke i will have a child and uh, hopefully there will be a world with no theme parks I, you know, I, I, that's funny you say that. I feel like, and maybe I only said this into my own head. To my own head, I remember thinking, you know, if kids come into play anywhere at this at during the course of this podcast, I'm also seeing this podcast as a little bit of an insurance policy for us to still have to go to them with some frequency. 
<laughs> oh, to see, yes, it, you, that, that is a very good point. Like, I don't know I, it who would I be said justified, it to. It would kind of be justified for me to leave uh, and go to a theme park. It is work at this point, you, which, like, boy, let's flash to when you thought of that joke before all this, and we were just getting all this together, that now, like, this is... This is a this is like a, a technically a job that I have that helps my right. son, yes. um, and that that factors in, and that if I go to Disneyland without him, it's still in his best interests. Yes, it is. He yes, it's not something some weird thing that his adult father does that's just bizarre. It is just pure work. It's just yeah. purely for his benefit. Yeah, you know? which you guys can all go in on that at, at this at this point in time. You're you're yes. you're doing you're doing it for him. Uh, yes, we're all doing it for him. You can all print print out that 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 Simpsons moment, uh, all the pictures of Maggie. Do it for do pictures of my son and uh, mixed with pictures of the theme parks um, that obviously we don't really like to go to that much. But right, uh, you know, we got it. Yeah. So you know, at your, so we're talking about the joke, and when we were just, I like the joke is funny. But I did. Th- I was always built in in my mind, and I didn't know who was getting to it first, uh, who was getting to baby first. But I was always in my mind, and that joke probably will have to change. But this will be a perfect. This podcast will be a perfect reason for us to no. not change our behavior at all. Absolutely, and and and, and yeah. I mean, I should amend what I said earlier that if I go to Disneyland, it's in his best interests. That is a statement that will apply in 2022. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if the park opens before the end of the year, uh, not for me. <laughs> I'm not passing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not passing anything to that kid. Yeah. No. You'll like one of these drugs has to be like a mirror. Like one of these th- clinical trials has to just be an incredible success for I think even me to go. That you know what I call, I don't want to say I literally this morning or, or a few hours ago was like i i made the claim like the first day the parks are open i if one of us has to be there it's going to be me because yes, i'm is. like oh there's no way the other two would go but uh, i am like i want well, to what, see this i want the- to but Jay, what's this, Jason? What is the scenario? And I don't want to get too off, off, off of baby talk. But what is the scenario? It all depends on the scenario. If we've yeah. had widespread antibody testing and we know some sort of percentage of people who've had it, and like, like there's a, there's a there's a variety of ways. Maybe I do think about going. But if it's like they open next week and you just got to stay away from everybody, I, are you going? I I I don't. Th- think in that scenario i think i i have spent a lot of this quarantine reading like the the speculation and the industry watchers and i think disney being as cautious a company as they are i think i don't think they would open until like the i's were dotted and t's were crossed what do you mean like like stuff was not super secure even just the way like china has only reopened shanghai disney has only reopened the shopping district and one hotel right but they're they're gearing up supposedly they're gearing up but like i don't know we'll, we'll talk about this in a little i, I yeah. have more on this but um, you are yeah jason we'll talk about it. but jason i guess yes jason i guess will be the cub reporter chances I will be, are 
Like, I just also, like, just as someone who's always been interested and fascinated by these places and this industry, like, I'm just curious to see what it's going to feel like. You know, personally as a fan and then just like as someone who covers it, I, I, I want to see how people behave. I want to see how the parks behave. I just want to see what it is. I you know? look, I obviously share your fascination. I am worried about your lungs, though. I will say that. Well, I think I have uh, I think I'm in pretty good health. Shockingly. I know the portrait I portray <laughs> on this show, might, but I really don't have a lot of ailments. My last physical was fine. Um, you got a deep cough. You have a deep cough sometimes, though. That is, uh, has not, I think that is the Southern California Air Michael uh, because I have really not have it, had it very much lately. <laughs> Right, the well, air is good. so great. It's the so air is better. so clean. Oh, it's wonderful. I, I really, it, it's actually been with, like, having a having a son, and, and like, it's, you know, made me think about childhood, obviously. And I'm like, I'm like unlocking old memories and stuff. But, but part of that has been, I keep th- walking around and thinking, it feels like 1994 to me. This feels like a type because I grew up here. This feels like a type of weather I haven't experienced in LA since I was a child. Wow, that's interesting. not weather, but air quality. Right? Air quality, right? Yes. Then no, there, you can notice it. I think I would probably notice it more if I was living in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. definitely it's surely different. Yeah, yeah. You can um, feel a difference. So as long as Jason doesn't have a banana in the morning, that weakens the entire immune <laughs> <laughs> system. Not afraid of COVID nineteen, but not afraid, afraid of a, an early morning banana, an early on an empty morning stomach. banana. Coffee before <laughs> coffee before seven a.m. or an early banana. I'm extremely curious. Obviously, it is no solid foods yet, and there won't be for a little bit. But I will be very curious. I will definitely take a picture of the first time my boy uh, successfully consumes an a.m. banana. All right. Well. <laughs> um, oh no! <laughs> now your now, now your Monday esque rivalry with my son will. <laughs> Kick in the gear. <laughs> we will. Oh, we got to have a contest to see if Jason and your son eats the same thing and see who deals with it better. <laughs> but there'll be there'll be those things that are like, I love mashed peas. I've always been a big mashed pea guy. Let's <laughs> let's. OK, we, we probably we, I don't know if we're going to come upon a new tagline for the show, but I, let's talk. Let's talk. When is when is he getting involved in the show? Uh. When is when is because uh, because first of all we appreciate like this is a great storyline in year three you know this is yeah. a great hey just like I love Lucy we have a little Ricky we got a little Scotty exactly so that's um. good so but when you know that's what's going to be good is like when you get to go on all this stuff with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, also, you know, because it's, like, going to be very emotional and moving, but also for content. He is content. He, this is the – we're witnessing the first moment right now of him being – if you're listening to this, uh, son, you are content. Uh, also, context, if you're listening this way in the future, everyone in the era your dad was growing up in were, had to be just voracious makers of content at mm-hmm. all times, or they would uh, <laughs> everything would fall apart and they'd starve and die. Um, so hopefully, it's different in your time. Um, I don't know when he's hearing this, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be nice content. I mean, it's going to unlock episodes that we can do. We can review changing tables we can do a changing table yes. uh, a final four maybe sure can join us to that um i yeah what else is is, is on the table here uh, um i 
Uh, you one, can do. Uh, oh, oh, oh you know, well, you know, well, you know, one thing I will say, uh, just with things that our audience knows about, it, we we already know the um, the first Halloween costume because Halloween is a big deal. Oh um, yeah, that, that's a major thing we've been looking forward to about having a baby. Um, he's going to be Truffles the bear. Uh, from wow, the Rocky Mountain yes. Chocolate Factory. Uh, <laughs> we, we can't wait for that. We're um, great that choice. Is, uh, that's that, that's better than Christmas, I think. Um, now you will be able to, and I forget what what is the like pirate or or pirate equivalent of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Oh yeah, um, I don't recall. There will be um, some whatever that is, whatever like the equivalent um, for for little boys is now you will be able to do some you will be able to firsthand review experiences that were at a, a, off limits to us as men in our 30s yeah yeah absolutely yeah there's all these things that i'm not a creep if i go yes. to now legoland that opens that up oh perfect um, we'll all be yeah we all can go to legoland because there's a child with us everybody can go yes we're, we're um it's we're gonna be a lot less judged for going into a chuck e cheese now oh oh i didn't even think about that yep yep oh, although wow. i will say i'm more worried about going into a well times chuck e cheese than i am about anything <laughs> in the covid era Oh, I saw, I don't know if this is true. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I saw a headline and I really, I need to read the article that in order to boost sales for Chuck E. Cheese during COVID, that people, they were renaming Chuck E. Cheese on the Grubhub and stuff app on the delivery apps. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. somebody ordered from Pasquale's pizza <laughs> and wings <laughs> and realized it was Chuck E. Cheese, which and I love. I think- it, it was, I think that was near in or near Philadelphia, and there is a Pasquale's. Like, there are Pasquale's pizza, it, like, unrelated. So they're like, oh, I wonder if it was, like, that place. And then it was just like, nope, it was Chuck E. Cheese in disguise. Oh, my God. Because there's <laughs> been this syndrome of, like, you know, and I think the famous one in L.A. is it's Steve Aoki as a pizza place, and it, it operates as five different kitchens on various... <laughs> food delivery apps and so for yeah what a and and you know they they owned it Chuck E. cheese released a statement and said yeah we're trying new things we're trying a new business model to kind of uh you know to try to find a new audience for our uh, delicious uh, pizza and wings and like you're so you're pulling the aoki scam that's kind <laughs> of a weird little scummy thing to be doing uh hey if, if people if it keeps people employed whatever but i don't pasquale's pizza and wings they should have. It should be Helen. It should be Helen or Munch. I, that's what I think. You know what's Pasquale funny is sounds too real. It would have, um, like, that's they are going for an audience entirely of people who don't get that reference. Like, if it was us right. making that order, we would have had them in a second. That's a good point. Yes, I think. Yeah, I guess for whatever reason, your average American doesn't know the name of the pizza chef that was discovered by Chuck E. Cheese in the kitchen playing on the pie plates. Uh, his, full, Pas- his full name being Pasquale P. Pie Plate. <laughs> That's right. And again, if I could, you know, allude to a world where my son is listening to this. Uh, hey, bud, your old man spent a lot of time thinking about the various robots and the Chuck E. Cheeses. We know the full names. Uh, you know, we, we love that it's Charles Entertainment Cheese. I spent a lot of my life thinking about that fact. And uh, that's the kind of info I'm so excited to pass on to you, pal. <laughs> He's going to be such a tough guy that hates robots and loves sports. Very, very possibly. Yes. <laughs> if things do go in an opposite manner, 
um, that could be the case. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hope he's not an opposite. I've told you guys I am like keeping kind of a loose grip on the theme park thing. I'm not going to just pounce on him and just throw info at him. And, and then in 84, they added something called Horizons. And that was a neat, that was where you could sort of like a, pick different paths to the future. And you saw like a robot butler. And um, I'm not going to like, I'm going to cool it. I'm going to ease him into the waters on Disney stuff. There's posters in his room already. So he'll have like fond memories, hopefully buzzing around his, his baby brain as we talk about. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, we have a baby brain scenario here and I'm excited about that. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to force it, but of course I would love him to be a, a theme park buddy. Don't you, don't you, are you playing though? Like just at a low volume during the day, like an ambient Tomorrowland loop? haven't yet but that's really chill that's actually very great. chill but also you know you're getting you're planting the seed like these are important times for a brain to develop yeah yeah and if he can you know have deep lodged memories of the barely futuristic smooth jazz of larry carlton yes um, i mean i'll be happy for many reasons but uh yeah i i mean you, you know, you gotta give. All, all you can do is try to uh, be a, be a nice guy and raise a, a kid who's a nice guy too. And uh, you know, I'm not planning any weird. I'm not gonna make him hate. I'm not gonna plant some weird cult thing in his brain where I say some keyword years later, and now he's part of a kid <laughs> army. All I'm trying to do is implant the Tomorrowland music loop and hope it gives him some nice. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Also, you gotta get us into that mom's panel. You got to get us onto that oh, panel. Oh hell yeah! I know that's that's where the real dirt is—the raw yeah. intelligence. <laughs> I will say, I'm gonna this. blow the lid off that thing. What I <laughs> well, this Turn I it. will say this is gonna be uh, Scott is not gonna be happy that I'm gonna rebring this up, but I think Jason will be happy. This gets us closer to an idea I had about a year and a half ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have we talked about this on the show? Does the audience think, know this? I don't think the audience has heard this yet. This is an idea I had a while ago. It was more of a bit at the time, but now it's getting closer to reality. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, one-thirds closer. Because here's here's the genesis of it. I think it was we, when we went to Knott's Berry Farm with Doug Barnes of Season Pass. We were talking about how a lot of the what they call mommy blogs and uh, get to go to all the Disney events. So we were, I was trying to think of a way that would actually get us on Disney's radar because doing a, an irreverent podcast with swears is not going to work. So I said, well, what if we had alter egos? What if we started a podcast called the Disney Daddies uh, with a Z, with the Disney Daddies? And well, I think fun. my... My idea, my idea for at least the bit was that we were three single dads with three sons each. <laughs> and they were all a handful. And they were all a handful. And we love them, but they're a handful. And we love and, them. And that phrase, maybe one of the hardest time, the hardest laughs I've ever had. Like, Jason I, and I uh, met Doug and Robert at Portillo's. We hadn't met them before. We talked, and then I think we drove over to Knott's, and I think I said that phrase to you, and I do think you were, like, crying laughing. <laughs> I guess I'm tooting my own horn, but yes, I think that my memory was like, you couldn't you couldn't catch your breath. Your lungs couldn't three, handle... Three single dads with three kids each. Three was, sons. Yeah. Three, three sons, sons each. Excuse me. That it's is all important. Okay. It all is, boys. So nine gets, boys. It gets worse the more sons you add. Yes. It gets... More of a handful, the more sons you add. Oh, of course. I, I would imagine. I, I was wrong. I said we were a third there. We're only a ninth there. So we're a um, ni yeah, we're yeah. a ninth there. We're a ninth there as far as the bit is concerned. Now, will the Disney daddies rear their head at a certain other point before we've completed the prophecy? 
<laughs> were, were we were all single yeah scott sorry scott in this prophecy you're divorced <laughs> yeah i know wait i have to I gotta break up with aaron for this Look, seems like a bad I, time but if it if it gets us into an extra panel it'll get us into an extra panel and <laughs> the joke i made a year and a half ago will come true which is all that matters um but yes we're one ninth of the way to f- actually be one ninth and three divorces away <laughs> Or I guess honestly, one you could you could be the only divorce, and then we just never marry. We just have just, three kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never marry. You that's, know. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't matter how you and get there. It's about the up. it's about the destination, not the journey. It's about the bit of the Disney daddies. Um, I approve of this plan. However, uh, you know, like, hey, my my son cannot communicate barely anything. I, I he does not give his permission to be part of this. I will only do this with still a fraudulent child. Um, all right all right fair the enough. real child is not any part of the of the three so we still got three to go statistically like just the chances of us say we each have three kids which mm-hmm. that seems hard enough the i chances, love the, i love this one but oh my god uh, yeah i'm not yeah I'm not dying up the numbers to three just yet yeah i i i think i suggested jason get a dog and he almost passed out once so i don't know <laughs> We'll see. But the, even the chances of just all of them being sons. So I, it's it's going to be probably pretty impossible to completely fulfill the prophecy of the Disney daddy. So it did happen if we somehow actually as much as. Yeah, there's the there's the fake way we could do it and just start. We could just buy a GeoCities and start to get this website off the ground. But what also, if, what if we, maybe that would be bizarre if we look back and like, oh, my God, we all had three sons. It's like the what if yeah like better it's like the better call Saul like pre it's like the origin story of the Disney daddies is what podcast the ride is. We're watching it for him. We we're also boy if we were if we could all say that we all if we could all legitimately say the phrase my three sons oh. that makes sense because we're all oh, such wow. big fans of William Frawley. We're all big fans <laughs> of, of, yeah. of I love Lucy and later my three sons. Yes. You are gonna force William Frawley on your child. You're oh, absolutely. <laughs> the stand, you know, it's important they learn the standards early on, you know, the good stuff. Um, Bill rather than Santa, I'm going to do William Frawley. That's who brings presents every year. <laughs> um, and also, like, tries to shove a bottle of whiskey in his mouth. <laughs> hey, put some air on you. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's a great Christmas tradition in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, the podcast, we'll look back 10 years from now. We'll all be not funny anymore. There'll be no comedy. Uh, it'll just be a blog, a GeoCities blog, and we'll go and get free things from Disney, which is we're like Apple at that time, owned by Apple. We're mad there was, we're just mad there wasn't enough Mountain Dew at the Caribbean Beach silly string battle. <laughs> It just wasn't. Yes. They really skimped on refreshments this year. I'm not. I like. <laughs> Hello, no, you're the most successful company in the world. Can we get no, some Mountain Dew? There's no hint of irony anymore. <laughs> there's no self awareness. It's just you know, like I counted the fries at the hungry. I counted the fries that you get with the cheeseburger at the Hungry Bear, and you used to get thirty five fries, and now they're only giving you twenty seven or lower. And I think this is shameful coming from the Disney company. You call this I guacamole, I call it melted avocados. <laughs> the hand soap it used to be pink and now it is dark blue. I dis- I disagree with this. The, it smells bad too. I really the, don't like it. 
the Disney swan is disgusting. It's shameful that it's next to the Disney dolphin. I'm they are the... not keeping these up equivalently. I'm one of the three goddamn Disney daddies. Do you know who I am? I'm on the list to get into this opening night PR event for Legoland. <laughs> I'm one of the goddamn Disney daddies. Well, I don't see your I don't see your three sons anywhere. Oh no, they don't come. They don't. They, they, they don't come to the things. You get it. They're they, a handful. They, they hate me. <laughs> they hate Disney and they hate me. Doesn't make me any less a Disney daddy. I don't know why I'm New, I'm New York now too. If I'm a Disney daddy, <laughs> well, because we're persnickety. In right. all these years, we got a lot more persnickety. Right. Cause partially because of the handful, and partially because we are the the food lately on resort has not been up to snuff. <laughs> This is going to be a fascinating character study over the course of 10, 20 years, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the decay, the mental decay. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. It's it's lining up with the decay of all uh, media. Like the rise of this, the rise of podcasting. There Who will knew be- the, the rest of media is just disappearing? It's been referenced on the show before, but there will be an episode that will be the Walter White in the crawl space Breaking Bad moment when there was no going back. Uh, did it just happen the uh, in terms of our sanity with the uh, father of the pride? Well, that was you know that was that was a pu- that was a push that was you know Walt. I'm trying to think what when he did like well, that was maybe when he throws the uh, explosion in the room with Tuco. <laughs> oh, that was no. an early. We gotta change. get worse than that. Yeah, that was an early one that like was slightly breaking up, but breaking us, but also. You know, it put us on the dark path, but it wasn't uh, no return yet. I I don't think I'm kidding when I say this, that I had a worse day doing the Father of the Pride marathon than I I did uh, during childbirth. That is I, not I, hard I, to believe. I genuinely, there were, there was, yeah, there were, there were, there were highlights or good things that happened. I'm not sure Aaron would agree. It's probably a different perspective for her, but I, I would like, I'm like, which day would I rather recall? Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Even uh, taking the, you know, the fo- the, the Polaroid moments, not into account. Uh, it was father of the pride way, way more tedious. We, yes. In case you don't know what we're talking about last week, uh, we put out a Patreon, uh, that was, us watching all 13 episodes of his Siegfried and Roy cartoon called Father of the Pride. Uh, and we did it in about, what, 10 hours? 10 compa- compact hours? Less? Eight? I don't know. It felt like I 10. I feel like, yeah. That's about uh, how long uh, labor was, actually. It was like equivalent times. Yeah, I believe Dear that. God. <laughs> um, again, were my son to be listening to this? And if you bailed, I understand. And if you're asking why I do this or have done any of this, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> you'll be you'll be unsolving the mystery uh, of your dad uh, or solving the mystery of your dad for for a long time. It's in your hands now. I picture him like at 17 listening to this and he's dressed like Mutt Williams from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal <laughs> Skull. Like he's a cool guy. Yeah, well, like, heading towards yeah. the uh, the 2050s, yeah, greasers are going to make a big comeback. Loop back around, yeah. Yeah, 100-year-ish. It'd be like, yeah, like Streets of Fire, like that like future greaser, like Willem Dafoe, uh, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this movie Streets of Fire, I forget who I forget who directed it. Somebody's going to be He'll yelling. throw his iPod in the, not iPod, or whatever device he's listening <laughs> to this on, he'll, he'll throw it in the trash before he goes out and wins state. Yeah. <laughs> He took his football team all the way to state, right? 
Son, yes. is that the kind of thing you do? <laughs> Dad, I play basketball, you idiot. You don't even don't know what know. sport I play. Oh, my dad. Yeah, he talks about robots or something. I don't know. I don't like to talk about him, honestly. <laughs> and I'm right he, there. <laughs> <laughs> he, my dad bought my my dad bought an old smart one animatronic from the uh, the auction down the street, and he's been trying to restore it for the last six months. I can barely get him to talk to me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him, but I can barely get him to. <laughs> He made me learn that name. He ran flashcards of all the robots and didn't teach me multiplication tables. <laughs> he said, if you can't learn math from a ride, it's not worth learning. <laughs> he did tell me something about thanking the Phoenicians, though. I guess I'm thankful for that. And he laughed. He laughed a really quiet chuckle to himself when he said it. I don't <laughs> like know. a long time. Dude's weird. What can I say? Dude's Let's weird. get high. <laughs> let's get high with some future weed um i probably am at the point where i should peace out i'm uh, okay. uh, and this was all this yeah. is all a lot of fun and I'm, gl I'm glad we did but i am going to i am going to part ways and i am going to uh, do baby stuff and and uh i've made it about me and about my son for a while now mike and jason are going to uh make it about you and your questions uh uh thanks for sending them in uh and i'm sorry i'm peacing out but uh, um but uh, you survived uh, podcast ride story of my child's birth edition. Um, uh, in all honesty, uh, this has all been uh, really wonderful. I am like more psyched about this at this juncture than I imagined that I could possibly be. Uh, he's the best. Uh, you guys are the best. Aaron, you're the best. You're the audience. You're the best. I'm uh, full of love and joy. And Mike, as you were saying, the irony is dripping away. This is where it starts. This is, That's it's, okay. it's all earnestness for Mir. We could be earnest. I think we. I think the listeners would share. We would just say congratulations, Scott and Aaron. Yeah, very so excited much. about the new edition. Uh, you know, in a non-ironic non way. Hey. We don't have to make <laughs> jokes. Be nice. Yeah, true. This could be a sincere moment. Oh, maybe um, this is the Walter White moment when it, there's no going back, and we're not we're not ironic anymore. Oh my God. Oh, and I don't know about it. that. Oh, Jason. When, as Scott and Aaron were dealing with giving birth, I won an auction on eBay for an Islands of Adventure watch from 20 years ago. No, so. but that's not there ironic. There we go. Oh, I guess, yeah, it's you're kind of right. Yeah, it's not. I was, no. It's not I was, ironic. Yeah. None of it is. It's your favorite, I love it. I love Jason, it. that's your favorite place on the planet Earth. <laughs> yes. And look, you don't find port of entry-based merchandise a lot, so I thought it was interesting. Uh, no, none of it's ironic. This is all stuff no. that we that we love, and and you know what? I think like that childless man, the childless man in your thirties. I I I think uh, I think that it's uh, not a literal fact as much as it is a a state of mind. I I still yeah. feel like a childless man in my thirties, even with a child, because I think well, you know that that joke implies like a sad person maybe who's obsessed with all these things that nobody cares about. But how much joy have we gotten out of all of these things, and how much joy did it bring me in the lead up to to having it before there was this baby giving me joy? It's 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 all it's all uh, uh, fun and wonderful, and uh, maybe maybe I won't be. Uh, uh, talking in this particular way if I stop, uh, if the sleep gets tougher. <laughs> well, you know, who knows what's around the corner? Uh, but, you know, why don't, why don't we, let's, is it three child-like men in their 30s? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? I mean, three Peter Pan. Three Peter Pans. Three Peter no, Pans. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is one. Th- I am scrubbing that. I've said this to you guys already. My son will not know of Pan. If you're listening to this, don't worry about it. I'm not talking about anything. Uh, there, there. I don't want to hear anything about. It. I don't want to grow up. You're growing up. You're doing it. Um, you're not a little boy forever. Um, don't be ridiculous. Your son's in the big top hat with the glasses. <laughs> He's best friends oh, with me. I like those guys. They're fine. Uh, um, but uh, I, you know what? I maybe uh, if if we decide to to tweak that as time goes on. But I, I think first of all, that's the least amount of letters that we could possibly have to change. That's only like that's only three. Yeah. And you could actually delete it such that the E just goes backwards two notches and you add the S's on the end. So I like it for clarity and brevity, um, but I, I, I also I like the ring of it, too. Yes, I, I, they're also, I mean, we could really take the word out. Three men in their 30s, also pretty funny. Yeah, uh, yes, I know. Me having a kid doesn't excuse any of this. Uh, also, I will say once we're all, what, what do you consider late 30s? Is it 37 and on? What do people think? I think 37 and on, yeah, because I so think we, mid would be th- uh, 34 We could 36. say, for now, we could say uh, three uh, men in their mid-30s. Mid is funny, and then late 30s is even funnier. So we can yeah, adapt it yeah. there as well, just to add a little bit of an extra, like, mid-30s is, is a funny, specific, uh, more specific thing. But late 30s, I think, is really, is good. We could all try this together with a screen share. We could all kind of workshop it and just make sure we all feel good about the words forming as we adjust the very important Twitter bio. Yeah. So the, we're, yeah. we're, we're going to do a lot a lot of work on this, but these yeah. are just some early ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, yeah, for now, from some childlike men in their mid-30s, <laughs> um, one of which has a son in his less than two weeks who is absolutely wonderful, and I love him very much. Uh, uh, I, For now, I'm signing off. You guys do whatever you want to do. Thanks for bearing with me. And uh, audience, amazingly, because we've been recording so much, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. It'll be like <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Everybody. Scott's not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like none of this ever happened. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> like will time travel to late march Mm -hmm. um awesome hey thanks fellas this was nice nice to talk to everybody hey everybody tim heidecker here with huge news office hours live recorded another episode live it was one of our great ones with the great rory scoville who's got a new special out on max oh yeah and the trinity's here dj doug pound yes hello and victor burger the fourth hi 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 can't wait for the fifth we enjoy the heck out of doing the show and so will you if you find us on the podcast app of your choice now Welcome back. Jason and Mike are here. How We're are you back. doing, Mike? We're back. Oh, Mike? Yeah, fine. Well, I was fine an hour ago. I feel like, you know, how do we how do we top, you know, a baby announcement? We really can't, honestly. We really should have just we should have just done an hour and not. You know what? I don't even want to do the mailbag. <laughs> okay. I think we shouldn't well, do this it. Is, this is a big turn. <laughs> yeah, I think we should just stop. I think we can't okay. top it. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're no, going to do the mailbag. We asked for questions. You had some things you wanted to talk about. Uh, well, I can chat. All I have to do is watch uh, Better Call Saul season yes. finale tonight. So I'm here. I'm ready to go. 
yeah. Well, I don't know. I had been spending some of the quarantine reading, you know, the theme park blogs, the theme park trades, and, you know, in between people, you know, reaching, reaching for content, I feel like there, there has slowly been an uptick in, like, actual, like... I guess two categories. One is like people trying to estimate when stuff's going to open back up. Well, that's a guess. The guessing game of if you go on any of the, you know, uh, mouse info Facebook page, that's not the real like if you go there, it's just uh, endless speculating people just throwing out months that they think is the day that these parks reopen. It's it's yes, it's endless it's endless when you're talking about people guessing. Yeah, I mean, I I was reading Blue Loop a lot, and like, they had you know some longtime theme park industry journalists and watchers like speculating of what's going to happen, and like it the the seemingly agreed upon thing is that like, well, they're gonna you know kind of discourage queues for a while, like tight queues, probably wear masks, you know, probably make people stand six feet apart. Um, that sort of thing seems to be a given, if only because Shanghai Disney has slowly started to reopen. Well, yeah, they have not opened the park as of this. I mean, unless they surprisingly open it up and well, we're recording this like a week and a half before this comes out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. The, the still the problem with this is that we're so early into this uh pandemic that I don't know like yeah. ch- like Shanghai could have opened and there could be a big resurgence in the disease and close before American parks even go so I don't know I, the whole thing is chaos I don't I truly I'm sure, sure Disney and Universal are having discussions because we've heard for sure that there was a survey sent out asking Universal people if they would be willing to do a COVID test before going into the park and if they would be willing to you know wear masks have those restrictions so obviously internally they're all gauging it but I, I at a certain point I was thinking, you know, maybe uh, it'll be ready for haunt season so I can, you know, I'm a guy who loves haunts. Maybe we'll be ready for haunt season. And I don't I don't know that that's going to be I don't know that's going to happen. I really don't. I'm doubtful. I think. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I saw the shift in real time, like within a week of like, will it be ready for haunt season to uh, early 2021? these places well because especially because california california is basically saying they don't think there should be any gatherings large gatherings sporting events etc concerts until 2021 at the earliest so yes and this couldn't this couldn't be more depressing after the joy of childbirth (laughs) the the miracle of life true Uh, that's true you know (laughs) we'll get to the Uh, questions we'll get to the we'll get to the questions the other category of stuff that you and I have texted about a bit is that <laughs> universal construction still going full yes. steam ahead. Yes. Cause this, okay. So Disney stopped doing construction and now construction everywhere has stayed working in places, even like yeah. in California and certain, certain things that you wouldn't think are maybe essential. There's still construction going on. Uh, they're going to blow up the bridge over here by my apartment. Yeah, or they have already. That's a whole thing, and I think that That's is not slowed thing. down at all. 
But yes, Disney Disney just today laid off a lot of their construction workers that they have on the payroll, I read. Um, yeah. And so I, I think Mice Chat just posted a big rundown of aerial photography of just oh, Jason, I saw sites. all the Mice Chat photos <laughs> today. Do you think I didn't wake up and first thing check MiceChat.com? Of course I did. They had an aerial photo of a Quinjet in the Marvel Land. Yeah. Uh, it was like covered with like a blanket. I guess not a blanket. I guess like a tarp. Uh, I don't know. It's unclear if maybe there are a few people still doing stuff at Disney, but as far as like massive construction, it appears that all the parks have ceased to ceased uh, working. Not the case with Universal. I, I heard this. I think I was in a Twitch stream. A lot of my anecdotes now are about, well, I was in a Twitch stream and a nice, uh, a nice uh, viewer of the stream. Let me know that Universal was still building. Um, and then we have a friend who lives right off of Lancashire, right by Hollywood Universal. And he was like, oh, yeah, Universal is working around the clock because you can yeah. see Nintendo Land. You can see Mario Kart from Lancashire, this giant building. And apparently he goes, yeah, I stand out uh, when I take the dog out every night and watch the construction. Uh, so it is very interesting. My speculation is that Universal is, you know, owned by a telecom. It's Comcast yes. Universal. They have a lot more money coming in than Disney does. So I I kind of feel like Universal's like, you know, now is the time to strike. Now is the time we're going to get one up on Disney because they don't want to just keep building um, and we can just keep construction going. So I, I guess, I guess, you know, we can expect Nintendo Land on the same timetable from whatever it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, they're going to open up with brand new stuff. Which, There'll be two years out, out of a pandemic and it's like Universal has new rides in every park. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, I think that's the only way that will certainly help boost attendance because that survey they were sending out where like, how would you feel if half the park was closed? And I was just had to laugh reading that because it's like, <laughs> are you still going to charge 100% of admission with half the park closed? Because these places not really famous with doing like discount sales or slashing prices, you know? How would you feel if you had a bad time at the park? Yeah, my family... How would you feel if we let you down? (laughs) My family was looking towards, like, a trip to Florida when it was decorated for Christmas this year, and then I think we we just kind of called it, because, like, well, at best, it would be weird. Like, it would be a little too weird for a little while, or a little too many hoops to jump through. There's just no way... There's just no true way to prevent the spread of an infectious disease when you're talking about a bunch of people cycling through buildings all day. There's just no way unless it was like uh, unless like Space Mountain was like one person goes down the aisle and then a team member comes in and sprays disinfectant down the hall. Then the next person comes in like there's no real way to do it. I don't know. Who knows? The answer is I, I don't know. Haunt season. There's a, there's a cha- look if I, I think I've been saying that they could just turn Mickey and friends into a COVID-19 testing site. They just throw up booths in front of the ticket booth uh, in the yeah. Mickey and friends parking garage and they literally just do the crazy swab. That might be the only way I like feel kind of secure about that. And even then it's like, who knows that that's even that good of a way to gauge? Who knows? Sure. So. We don't have any answers. 
You turn to uh, us not for answers, I hope. We're uh, just we're just a couple of yeah. idiots. We're just a couple of idiots, but like, you know, if you're looking for a deep dive, uh, start searching universal patents because they're out there. Oh, yeah. There's universal patents. Yes. There's a crazy ride that looks like it goes in water and then it flies. Uh, that's very exciting. All that stuff. Yeah. You know, like, well, look, you come to us for message board speculation and uh, reviews of aerial photos of Disneyland posted on micechat.com. Yeah. That is what we're here for. Uh, and believe me, I, there was a helicopter video of somebody flying over Disneyland the other day. I watched the shit out of that. Sure. And I was, I was, uh, I was like, oh yeah, that's what the the guy was very uh, amused by the Splash Mountain show building and how it looks so different from from above. And you know what? Oh, he's a hundred percent right. I <laughs> I zoomed back on that three times and went, wow, he, whoa, it looks so different from above. So. That's what I've been doing with my time uh, while Scott's yep. off having a baby. Scott's off. Yeah. Do you think he's still like, you know, while he's rocking the baby back to sleep, is he checking those mice chat aerial photos? Well, he, yeah, I, I, I haven't been texting him mice chat aerial photos. I don't know. Cause I feel like sometimes uh, on the show we'll be like, Hey, did you see this? And he'll be like, Oh, what is it? What did I have to see? But then, like, then he's listening and watching all the same stuff we are. So that's I think true. The, I think there's a good chance he's he's seen that Quinjet with a blanket over it. I sent a very odd special of like circus acts in World Showcase, and yeah. uh, I was like, "You guys seen this one?" And he was like, "Yeah, we watched it last week." And I'm like, "Okay, I, we're all doing we're all doing this." <laughs> I'd also like to say that I found the Disney Daddy's logo I made a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, yeah, and it's great. So we'll, we'll be posting that. And all I can say is Rainbow Comic Sans. It's, yeah, it's Rainbow Rainbow Comic Sans, as if I'm Karnak and I was about to do a joke. Uh, so, yeah, Disney Daddies, you will see that on the Twitter and eventually whatever we use. The IP Disney Daddies, I really should copyright it as well. Yeah. Because I don't want... I don't want that falling into the wrong hands. Print it out, put it in an envelope, mail it to yourself. Poor, poor man's, poor man's copyright? Copyright, yeah. Is that, yeah, so that just means you don't have to pay a fee? It's just like, does that really work, though? I don't, I feel like it worked back in the day where everything was mail-based, you know, where you just, everyone had a ton of catalogs for anything specific. I feel like wanted, poor, you know? I feel like poor man's copyright should be called lazy man's copyright. Uh, lazy, yeah, I think that's right. Lazy dudes copyright. That's <laughs> let's from now on we're calling poor man's copyright lazy dudes copyright. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so what are we doing? Mailbag? What are you unless you mailbag? Wanna, yeah. What other stuff? Do you have any announcements? Do you, you are you having a baby or anything? No, I I have lost I I, I lost my e eBay bid for the um, Incredible Hulk coaster in, uh, <laughs> cast member uniforms <laughs> okay which yeah i don't know that they i i do wonder how they got a hold of it to resell um, i i got a, a notification from ebay today that the seller of one of the michael eisner signed eight by tens uh will give me a 15 percent off discount bringing the total to i believe 38.99 <laughs> i believe they could do better <laughs> I could make another offer. I could see if we could get 30% off. Uh, but, you know, let's see. Uh, maybe we will get to talk to the man himself. Maybe he has, you know, a p 
picture of himself on an eight by ten wearing a Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, that, that would, would be, be the la- that'll be the last thing we'll ask him on the interview. Do you have any eight by tens of you, preferably in the age range of thirty eight to fifty one, wearing sweatshirts with characters we like? Uh, yeah, Sign- that that is a thing I find endearing about him, that he looked like, you know, he would dress like a person going to the park. Yes, Eisner needs to look more like a dad, like a dad look. Like, he needs more sweatshirts. He needs more, like, back like backward baseball caps. Let's, Iger? Yeah, Iger. Yeah, I mean, Iger. He's busy, he's busy right now, but I want to see, like, I want to see, like, War Room Iger, you know? Yeah, get him in a spirit jersey. Spirit jersey, yes. It, you know what would be good? Yes, anything that didn't sell at the theme parks, he should be wearing. Like, really, we're cutting the budgets here. Let's show in the company that he is participating as well. Swing by the Disney character outlet. and he, uh, <laughs> Like, if the I'm So Fly Peter Pan shirts weren't selling... <laughs> He should be in like an XXL I'm So Fly shirt in a picture of him in like a war room meeting with Chapek and the board. That's great because then all the business, like all the like wannabe CEOs out there will be like, oh, wow, I got to get one. of, I got to get um, <laughs> like th- that Timon in that XXL Timon and Pumbaa sweatshirt that said grub time on it. Yes, he should he should have he should be wearing athletic pants that say nutcracker in the four realms on the butt. <laughs> he should be any sort of merch that and clothing that is left over, he should be showing us what he's doing and improving it by wearing that and then also fulfilling um Michael Eisner's legacy of dressing more like a dad, more like a regular Joe. Yeah, cuz they're not going to move those pallets of Artemis Fowl baseball caps i don't think those are going to go fast so i started yeah i was just going to say eisner now that i think about it you know he owns this company that makes like bojack horseman and made tuca and birdie he has a there's a picture of him wearing a bojack horseman hat and wearing a john cena shirt and this is from the last few years so he is still doing he's an every man he's in the every man iger's trying to be too cool for school he's trying to be james bond we don't want that, especially right now during a crisis. We w- we want Artemis Fowl, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, uh, Lone Ranger. If he could wear uh, Lone Ranger shoes, <laughs> Lone Ranger <laughs> boots. Toms? Oh, okay. I get toms that look like Yeah, promotional boots. toms that look like boots. Yeah. Toms that have spurs on the bottom. If there's spur toms that uh, Iger could be wearing, I think that would, if the whole board, honestly, Chapek kind of dresses, you know, like an office guy. I think Chapek could be helping out too. Um, and yeah, any of these movies and dig back. Yeah. Dig back into the archives. Mr. Boogity shirt for Bob Chapek. Uh, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo sunglasses. Anything. Any of that stuff works pretty well, I think. Absolutely. Okay. We're way over now on this episode. Let's just get to some questions. Yeah, let's get to some questions. All right. You got one queued up? Uh, Hold on. Do you have one? I mean, I sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead. Jen de, Mar- Jen de Mar- Maria. I'm sorry. I've butchered your name already. Um, Mastron Artie. Uh, she asked if I'm allergic to bananas. 
And I don't think I am, but I will say this. I was told um, by someone via DMs that what I think is a banana allergy might actually be something in disguise. It might be uh, an oral allergy that I have to ragweed. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but but apparently that is... Uh, sometimes if you eat a banana, I can, I'll just read what she said. She said the proteins of the banana are similar enough to those of ragweed pollen that it causes your oral mucosa to have a minor allergic reaction. It will likely happen with cantaloupe and honeydew and maybe chamomile tea. So I should try that and see if it's the same thing. So that actually sheds more light on what happened in the recent episode from Confrontation. I was discussing how I like cough a little bit eating a banana and we tried to see if I was allergic by rubbing a banana on my hand, which is probably not the best way to do it. But nothing happened. I did not have any sort of skin reaction. Anyway, you were saying something. Uh, I was going to say, how do you fare come pollen season? Because I feel like like. Oh, Lindsay Jason, and I are usually I, calling out like, oh, this is a bad year. You know, I thrive during pollen season. You thrive. Oh, you thrive. Okay, yes, great. I thrive. Great. So I'm, I'm fine during then. Um, what do you got? Okay. Uh, I actually just came in through our email. Um, uh, this is from AJ Curry. Assuming no park hoppers, what's the ideal order to do the four parks on a Disney World trip? He's, uh, they say they're partial to... Magic Kingdom, then Animal Kingdom, then Hollywood Studios, ending in Epcot. Um, I my I think that's a pretty good order. I think it kind of depends on where you're staying. Yeah, I mean, this there's a lot of variables to this question. Yeah, I so mean, I as a kid, you know, you you go the family, you know, you usually hit up Magic Kingdom first. Although when we got a little earlier, or a little older. Um, we would usually get down into Orlando around lunchtime. So then by the time we dropped our bags at the hotel, had some lunch, I think we would usually do like a half day at Epcot because that's an easy park to like kind of just ease into, you know? Yes. I mean, Epcot is like, I kind of consider Epcot the, uh, your safe house, your chill out house for the parks. So it's like, maybe you did have an intense day at Magic Kingdom trying to do a lot of rides. You go to Epcot and you chill out. There's the most chill out zones at Epcot. That's what I like. So my real, I mean, I would say like, you know, do Magic Kingdom, go to Epcot. Do Hollywood Studios, go to Epcot. Do Animal Kingdom. And then you guessed it, go back to Epcot. Sure. It's like I like that. Now, I guess if the question is you have one day per park, if you if you don't do the yeah. park hopper, if that's what the exercise, the mental exercise we're doing here, I think, honestly, for me personally, what I would do is I would do Magic Kingdom first because it's similar to Disneyland, but I like Disneyland better. So it's sort of my not as much of a priority. Uh, then next I'm probably going Hollywood Studios, even though Hollywood Studios has gotten more stuff over the years. Then I'm doing Animal Kingdom, and then I am probably ending on Epcot to just send the trip off on a nice, relaxed uh, note. Yeah, I think that's all right. Sure. I, th- well, I-, I think their order makes sense, too, of like Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, like knock out that part of the property and then shift over to the other part of the property. Right. But, I mean, I understand cost is always an issue. I think park hopping in Florida is such a joy. Yeah. That's sort of one of my favorite things is to have the flexibility there to do that. 
um, is to be like, oh, wow, we realize Epcot is open two hours later. We should do. Yeah, let's do that. Like that. There's a fun discovery there. So anyway, that's that's my feeling on that topic. Um, I, I have a question here from Thomas Lipscomb. Uh, what other animatronics would you like to see turn into DJs? Now, we've talked a little bit, I think, was on the anniversary show from Dynasty Typewriter about, you know, like an Eisner DJ, but he doesn't have an animatronic. So we really haven't fully gotten into animatronic DJ talk. Um, Now, my answer is, the problem with my answer is it's mostly like all of them. Yeah. I can't think of a single animatronic I wouldn't want to be a DJ, but let's maybe that's actually better. Unless you have a good answer, let's figure out animatronics we do not want to be DJs. I think easily Trump, I don't want the animatronic of Trump to be a DJ. Yeah, I think anything anything too scary maybe? Like I don't know if I want to be constantly looking at the alien encounter alien. Oh, wait a minute. Now, that's interesting. You're saying the terrifying, not the, uh, what's his name? And I can't think of the alien before, the cute alien that they fry. Skippy? Not Skippy. You're saying it's truly like Xenomorph-esque alien DJing. Yeah. No, I think I would want like Skippy in a hat. And like a lot of wristbands. Okay, let me put let me throw this scenario out at you. It's Alien yeah. Encounter. It's the same room, but you can have a drink with you, and that alien is in the tube, but he's DJing. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's as, DJing all the hottest hits of the day. If he's being cool, okay, maybe, maybe if he's being cool. I think yeah. he's being cool. I think he's playing uh, the newest hits from uh, Travis Scott. Uh, I'm trying to think of other hip artists that I could reference here. Uh, hmm. Uh, Dua Lipa. Uh, Dua yes. Lipa. Yeah. Charlie XI. Is that right? Charlie XCX? XCS, sorry. <laughs> XI. XCX-XI. <laughs> yeah, Charlie 11. Uh, uh, Sia? <laughs> I know she's I think been around still for a long hanging time. around. Yeah, she's great. She covers her face. I know her. Uh, so he's DJing. You have a fun cocktail because it's Magic Kingdom in Florida and you can drink there. So that's good. Uh, and then you're sort of just it's a sort of like an enjoyable show. But I will say probably once every few hours, the alien does break out and try to kill everyone in the middle of the DJ set. So you're listening to a Travis Scott song and then the lights go out and then the alien attacks you while that song is playing i actually think it sounds less scary yeah yeah i uh, wait no so you're saying he does attack you occasionally i'm saying he has to occasionally attack maybe not every show i think it should go through okay maybe if it goes through the motions like he's gonna attack and then he just his like little arm claw thing just stretches out and it's got an air horn or oh, like a t-shirt gun or something. Like it's... Like, yeah, like he fools you. Yeah, it be, it's actually a reggaeton horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So yeah, and then like when you hear him like on the That's side- when the beat drops. It seems like he's going to attack and then the beat drops. Oh yeah, that's good. Um, and then like 
you hear him like scratching next to you? Yes. You hear him scratching a record for the DJ set? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um I'm trying to think. That let's I think that I was going to say the Yeti the Yeti should be a DJ. But he doesn't have much movement, so I guess he's out. I will say I don't want the Yeti to be a DJ on Expedition Everest. Right. Um, just because he doesn't have the range of movement. Um, but I do want the Abominable Snowman on the Matterhorn to be a DJ. Okay, yeah, he moves around a lot. Moves around he a lot. He can keep the energy up. He can keep the energy up. And again, I'd love... I would love to go on the Matterhorn while they're blasting one of my favorite modern artists like Travis Scott. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of any other animatronics I don't want to be DJs. It's tough. All the other presidents, yes. They should all be DJs. Um, maybe not George W. Bush. I'm still hung up on scary. So, so like any of the Harry Potter, like the Death Eaters or the Big Spider... Uh, I, oh, think, I think a Death Theater DJ would be awesome. You yeah. don't want. You just don't like well, scary. You don't like scary DJs. Is what we're I getting. I think at. he's got a. If he has a flat brim hat on, I think it humanizes him. I are think you it takes him cute? Are you scared of Dead Mouse? Oh, Dead Mouse is a little, because he's just the head. He has a, right? but it's not. Yeah. But I'm saying you can't see his face, so you do find him scary. Do you find Daft Punk scary? Um, I don't think I find Daft Punk scary. Dead Mouse has the X's over the eyes usually, right? Yeah. So yes. he's dead because he's dead. Yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. What if you put Dead Mouse on Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, or whatever the ride is called? That would certainly make it, uh, uh, yeah, more foreboding for for my taste. I think that Death Eater part of the ride, though, would be cool if that was a big DJ room and there was a strobe going, because that part of the ride freaks me out. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it freaks me out, too. That could yeah. be a cool Horror Nights flip if she would loosen up a little. Yeah, come on, JK. And make it a party. JK won't have any fun and let us have a party in Harry Potter land, which is what we're all dying for. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Party. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we it's like they have to have it's like she's mom and like we have to have it secretly there while she's not like she's not home. (laughs) (laughs) And then we can have. Yeah, we can have all the fun you can project. You know, you can play modern songs in Hogsworth. I was about to call it Hogsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Hogsmeade. I know what it's called. Sure. Is Hogsworth a character or did I just create a character? I think you just created some sort of pig-based character. Oh, I just created a character called Hogsworth, and he's got a monocle. He's got a top hat. He uh, He's a ruthless businessman. Oh, he's a tyrant. He's a he's tyrant. He's a dictator. He's a dictator, yeah. Um, and he is on, let's say, he's a mascot of a candy bar that I just created called Hogsworth. Hogsworth's. It's a little smoky. It's it's almost like you it tricks you into thinking there's pig in that chocolate bar, <laughs> which is something you've been saying for a long time that you wanted a chocolate bar that made you uh, fooled you into thinking you were eating pig. Fooled me into thinking I was eating yeah pork product in my the, chocolate bar. The commercial is like you'll think you're eating pig. 
I'm I am very you know I am sure you know people think oh he's a treat guy and he likes pork. I'm very conflicted about a lot of that, like chocolate covered bacon or maple bacon donuts. I feel like I've had good executions of it, but I, I feel like it's a thing that you can't skimp on. Like it can't I'll, be a thing. I'll be honest. I don't go wild for it. It's not I'm my go-to. I'm not that into it. I'm not that into it. I'm kind of a sucker for like birthday cake flavored stuff. Well, now you're, you know who you're talking to here. Well, yeah, I know you. I I know you would agree on that. But like, I think we were at Comic Con and they were passing around like trays of like maple bacon donuts, and those were pretty good. Um, yeah, sure, I'll eat. Th- Look, if we're at a party at Comic Con and there's a tray of bacon based something, I will have it. I will try yeah. it. Yeah, but it's never my top order because getting it wrong is it's it, it's bad. It's extra bad. Yeah, a bad birthday cake. A bad birthday cake thing is like whatever you can stomach it but it doesn't matter um all right do you have a question uh i do there's another email um this is from justin justin says he he lives in new jersey and recently moved for work next to the atlantic city airport he bought an annual pass to disney world right before everything got nuts and his plan was to fly down for weekly saturday day trips uh and justin was wondering if uh do we know anyone in the PTR community that is as crazy as he is? I don't think that's that great. Like the, the flight from Atlantic city is very quick to Orlando. I think it's very ambitious. And Justin, I think you might have the worst timing, uh, <laughs> imaginable <laughs> on that purchase. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think most of the podcast, ride listeners are just, the resources away from being just as crazy. I don't think, I don't know what your situation is, the flexibility in your life to be able to do that. I think with the right um, amount of money and the right flexibility, I think uh, all of us would be like, nah, we fly down to Florida once a month. The only thing to me that might be slightly crazy on that angle is that the only, I believe the current domestic airline that it only serves the only one that serves the Atlantic City Airport is Spirit. So I think the craziness might more come from, like, do you really want to fly Spirit Airlines that much, that often? Mm-hmm. The uh, other things that fly in there are, like, New Jersey's Air National Guard and, like, charter flights from Caesars. Also, Justin is asking us this question. Uh, who, you you got to know who you're talking to here. He has to bring something a lot crazier to the party than that. If he's thinking he's going to like out crazy us. Like, have I like multiple times driven an hour and a half down to Anaheim and gone to like work on my laptop for no reason? Yes, I understand yeah. that's not a big as a big of a commitment, but he's got to bring up something like, you know, I I put out a, a put a third mortgage on in my house in order to fund an annual pass. Uh, he's got to say like, you know, I, I'm driving to Florida every time I'm staying up 48 hours, going to the park for 12 and driving back with no sleep. That's crazy. That I would say is crazy. But once a month, taking a nice little flight and going to a theme park, you're a very normal person, sir. When it, when he compares to people that listen to this show and the people who perform this show. Yeah. So I'm yeah. saying, you, I'm saying, Justin, you're going to have to bring it, brother. <laughs> you're going to have to really bring it if you want to uh, be the crazy one in this hen house. If you want to be the fox in this hen house. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we sometimes we have gone down, we've made the mistake or had to go down Friday late afternoon, early evening, and that drive, I will tell you the drive from the the drive to Anaheim from Los Angeles can be twice as long as that flight from the Philadelphia, New Jersey area. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. So, yeah, Justin, uh, try harder next time. That's what I'm saying. That's the yeah. summing up. Um, let's see here. I have a question from Dave Lindquist. If you had a time machine and could use it only once to visit a theme park at any point in the past, what park and year would you pick? I mean, you gotta go opening day Disneyland, right? You gotta, you gotta do that. I know that's a that's a trite, that's an easy answer, but you gotta see the heels in the cement. You gotta see the people being like uh, paying a nickel to use a ladder to climb the wall. You gotta see Walt walking around with Art Linkletter. You know, do you? But don't you think there is like. Like, there's got to be a day back in the 90s, back when everything we like that's now closed is, like, open simultaneously. Well, look, of course, there are a million answers to this question. Yeah. I would also say there's there's opening day of Indiana Jones to hopefully get hit with the ice effect. That's true, yeah. Uh, and in case no one knows what I'm talking about, the supposedly, according to the man who made the ride, Tony Baxter, for the first, what, a month or two, there was an effect on the Indiana Jones ride where they would drop ice on you just as you were entering the temple and seeing Mara. I, or maybe after it, I'm not sure. I think it might be right after it. Uh, but it's around there. But the effect was essentially there was a, uh, like a, I guess an industrial freezer in the ceiling that would create ice and then drop it on the front of your car to make it feel like the whole place was coming down. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't it where you see the large boulder? Wasn't it that at that point and Indy's hanging from the rope? I believe it's earlier. I could totally be oh, wrong. Okay. You can Google it while I'm talking if you want, but I believe it was at least before or after Mara. I think, I think. Um, but what happened was... That's it, an incredible strain to put on that freezer, and they just couldn't get it working consistently. So it's it's in there, apparently. It's still in the ceiling. It's just the effect doesn't work anymore. But, man, I am obsessed with this effect. I am obsessed yeah. with the idea that there would actual physical stuff would drop onto the car uh, at a certain point. Um, so I that like that that is definitely on my top... Uh, hundred theme park history days that I would want to visit. Um, I feel like they wouldn't even get anywhere near that level of liability now. Yeah, you would think. I wonder what. I wonder what like fail safes they had in practice then to make sure like no piece of ice hit a kid in the front row of the car. Because you would think that would be very possible. Um, yeah, I would want. I would want to go to Disney land to see the opening of star tours where george lucas was there with c-3po and r2d2 that's like good. stuff like that for sure yeah um, and and the face character um luke and leia and han right oh uh was that the same i think that's the same day yeah i think so yeah um so stuff like that is a big deal i would love to see like, I would love to go visit Knott's before it was Knott's Berry Farm. 
Like when it was a berry farm. When it was just a roadside, like, chicken pie restaurant. Yeah, uh, I think we could both agree that we would both visit the roadside chicken pie <laughs> stand. <laughs> you I been, guess she you, always <laughs> made fried chicken. I, don't, I guess she wasn't really a chicken pie place. Every like, time we go, pie place. Every time we go to Knott's, you put a comment card in the box that says, could you shut down the theme park and just focus on chicken pies, please? <laughs> Could you just, yeah, can you just make it a point to be a dirty roadside uh, <laughs> car hop? Focus on chicken pies and jam, please. So focus on chicken pie. This is distracting from your core mission to feed weary travelers going between L.A. and the uh, and San Diego. Your, uh, your first uh, bluegrass album is called Chicken Pies and Jam. Uh, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, when I finally sure. force you to put out a, an album, that's after no. you sing. That's after you sing the old ones, yeah, like Bill Frawley, which will, well, I guess with that, that episode hasn't come out yet. There'll be, there'll be some fun singing of the old ones uh, in a few weeks. That's all I will say as a tease. You know, we gotta wait for the recording booth to open back up. We gotta wait for Barry Gordy to have some availability. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you will only work with Barry Gordy. <laughs> well, he's still kicking, right? <laughs> I believe he is. I believe, oh, is he? <laughs> I be- yeah, I believe he's alive. Oh, I was trying to make it. I thought he died years ago. <laughs> I'll look it up, but I believe he's alive. Uh, and I'll cut this out if he's not. He is 90 years old, my friend. Wow. Barry Gordy. And maybe he's not working, but we'll we'll pull him out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. We'll pull him out. Oh. When he hears when he hears that Jason Sheridan from Podcast the Ride wants to start a <laughs> recording career, he will uh he will he will get into action. He'll spring into action. I thought this day would never come. <laughs> it's like I, um, I love the ironic theme park podcast. <laughs> um I was gonna say the last one I have is of course opening day of Hard Rock Park. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's Can great. you imagine? Can, Can you, you imagine, imagine walking around and seeing Winston the punk rock dog? And can I you... <laughs> I think you'd have to tear me away from Knights in White Satin. What is also great is that if we were there opening day, we would be one of about 200 people that visited, and we would be able to get on all the rides a lot. Oh, yeah. So we would not be fighting crowds opening day of Hard Rock Park. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Those. I, honest to God, uh, if the time machine was giving me one date, it's probably opening Disneyland. But look, if I have the time machine for a couple of weeks, you know, I'm going to all these places. Sure. Uh. All right. I got two quick ones to wrap it up. Um. First one. Uh. Alice Carpenter asks. All of these older Universal episodes have me searching eBay for some old Universal merchandise. What are some of the crazy merchandise for Universal that you stumbled upon? Uh, well, I teased this earlier. I bought, I paid $20 for a watch, a rectangular watch, an odd, odd-shaped odd watch that has the Islands of Adventure lighthouse on it. Uh, and so I'm waiting for that to arrive. Uh, I lost out on an auction for a red baseball cap that had Nancy and Sluggo on it, on the what? front. Uh, yes, and on the back it said Islands of Adventure. It must have been an opening, a round opening piece of merchandise. Oh, my God. I really well, how tried. How much was it? It ended up going for, I think maybe I just waited too long. It didn't go for a lot, like 15 or 20 bucks. And you I, lost I I, it? I know, I know. 
This is crazy. There is no. I mean, we we look. We have a lot of fun on this show. I made we a lot of offers. Me. I made a lot of offers on that one, and then I think I just made too many. We talk about you know you. We've compared you to different cartoon characters, but I I think my favorite one to compare you to is Sluggo. Is I mean, look back in the spotlight. The modern the uh, the current Nancy comic. I am. Uh, I am. He's wonderful. I am desperately searching for this right now. It's Islands of Adventure. Nancy and Sluggo baseball hat. Yeah, it's gone. This was ages ago. This is a while ago. Oh so. my god! I am. This is. I've never been more panicked to try to find something. I know. I know. Right. There's. It's not on e. There's not a new one on eBay. Oh my god! We have to find this. We have to all have one too. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really this is, good. Oh my god. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to get back to this. I guess we'll start. Yeah, we'll start the hunt. You win um, because I don't have anything nearly as good. Universal, we've talked about before, doesn't is a little bit lacking in the crazy merch arena. Yeah, we just pay. I mean, we were there for the 20th anniversary of Islands of Adventure, and there was no anniversary stuff. I was shocked yeah, that they I mean, didn't like, at least have a T-shirt. There's, um, I see a Dudley Do-Right baseball hat with uh, like Ranger character or no 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 it is dudley himself sorry it's dudley yeah he looks weird on the hat though i didn't i would know dudley do right his weird printing these, on his hat these weren't the best nancy and sluggos mm. which might have made it only the more valuable i was but, gonna say uh, that makes it better i don't think it had a buy it more a buy it now option or else obviously i would have just done that but because <sighs> uh, like even just going through the hats for universal i'm not seeing anything that like blows me away with its like kitschiness or its weirdness yeah, it's a little, I mean, I kind of, I like a lot of the merch that you find on eBay because it's so, like, square. Like, it, it is, it, it, there's a lot of, like, they really tried the year t-shirts for a while. But oh, um, yeah, I found an Annie hat, though. That's pretty good, yeah. Islands of Adventure Orphan Annie White Youth Hat, which sounds like it's a racist thing, but no, it's just the color <laughs> of the hat is white, and it's for a it, child. It sounds <laughs> sus some way. It definitely sounds odd. <laughs> white Youth. White Youth. Saying White Youth is really... You can't I say mean, White Youth. You can't say White Youth these days, folks. Folks, we're bringing it back. <laughs> we're bringing back the phrase... We're bringing it back. Hat, the hat measurement and the color White Youth. And we're going to make it happen. Uh, so this is a this hat looks like pretty pristine. I wonder if this is actually a newer item. Um, there's like the yeah, there's some cat in the hat stuff, but Universal really feels like. Whereas Disney will carve out ten percent or twenty percent for retro and to cater to nerds like us, it feels like Universal is shooting for mainstream purchasing. You know, ninety nine percent of the time. They're shooting for like grandma who likes Cat in the Hat, but she's not looking for some sort of vintage shirt to represent like the Blues Brothers show that happened 20 years ago in the streets. I know it's also happening now, but. Yeah, and maybe that's part of it. It's like licensing on some of those movies gets very weird, but like you would think it would be a given to have like a faded, like the neon Universal Studios Florida sign, like the neon like just Universal Studios logo that you can yes. still see the statue of at Hollywood, you would think that would be a given. Like Disney has like very a long time ago figured out like, oh, let's let's 
sell some heathered gray beat up Mickey shirts. Like that's yes. like an easy go to purchase. Yes, it fools my idiot brain. I go, oh, that that's cool, and it looks cool, and it makes me seem cool. Yeah, I I I went down a rabbit hole of trying to find like there they did have a, a little bit of older merch that you can find on eBay with the Universal Escape universal uh uh short-lived marketing mm-hmm. uh logo which i uh, i don't want to give i i <laughs> uh, wait for her to be back back from maternity leave before i start giving uh aaron gardner t-shirt design suggestions mm, but a ptr think... t-shirt with the U- in the universal escape style uh maybe we just sell one of those and it's just to me but uh that I tickles think... my fancy yeah, is she two weeks uh, out from of out of childbirth? Yes, I think texture after we're done though with a couple exclamation points. Hey, I've got some I ideas think, for new t-shirt I think she designs. She needs to get on this now. I think you really should sure. start now. She's well, got it's downtime. like Scott said for this for their son for their son. Yes, you know? that's what it's, it's for. That's what we're doing it for now. <laughs> um, I just found rare Universal Studios Islands of Adventure Toon Lagoon Popeye coin medallion. This is interesting. Oh. Sixty three seventy five uh, was purchased for. So that's pretty is that, weird. Is that in like a little booklet? Yes, a little box. Yeah, I, I've come across stuff like that. Yeah, they did have collectible coins for it, like odd collectors going after like the Franklin Mint enthusiasts. <laughs> right, all the... <laughs> the the souvenir spoon uh, uh, enthusiasts. Hey, bring back. Let's bring back tiny souvenir spoons. Maybe that's something we need. The spoon collecting market. Spoon collecting. Because, yeah, pins, I don't know. Are pins as popular? They tried. I mean, they they have a lot of pins. They, yeah. they tried doing a little pin thing for a while. Right, but, but uh, I think yeah. spoons. Spoons is the way forward. I mean, there's fan blog. There's blogs and podcasts just about Universal. I like the. I think the market is there for a little bit of weird stuff. Yes. Um I mean, we've met the, some of the merchandise people from Knotts, and they're all in on the company's history, on, like, obscure stuff. And I, I am very impressed with what they do with the smaller, yeah, you know, staff and stuff they have. They can't go hardcore, though, because, like, I, we want, like, Circle Cloud 9 and Circle K shirts, which I think yeah. they may have done a little bit a while ago, but those aren't always in circulation. And also, we want the music of Knotts, which doesn't seem to be anything that they'll do soon. No. Because, like, Knotts has, like, there's an original song. There's a lot of original music, but there's an original song on the hol- Halloween overlay of the Log Flume ride of the, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it because I'm in a hot room and I can't remember uh, anything. Timber Mountain Log Ride. Thank you. Timber Mountain Log Ride. There's an original song that that animal band is playing, and I want it. I want to listen to, I want to listen to, I want to make a playlist of that, a Travis Scott song, all my favorites. It's just those two, and they loop. Yes, <laughs> they the Travis Scott song I like, and the Timber Mountain Log Halloween overlay music. Halloween overlay. Uh, all um, right, what else? What's your last? Okay. What do we have last? This to is wrap the last up? one. It feels fitting because I know you said you wanted to go, go watch Better Call Saul. This is from user Draking Bad, Draking mm, Bad. Nice. Um, what's your favorite Disney Resort hotel that you've never stayed in? <laughs> this is a funny. You this is you just picked like a very dry clinical question to end here. I figured it would inspire some conversation. It'd be a nice note to end on. It sure, sure it would, but it wasn't like, you know, which uh, which character would 
be oh uh, no if you have one of those we can end on one of those no i don't think i have one uh, I'll, I'll give you my answer i think uh and it was disney specific is that right they said disney yeah um yeah uh i think i have stayed i am very lucky i have stayed at all the big three i have stayed at the three uh contemporary grand floridian and polynesian um so I think that Animal Kingdom Lodge looks cool, and I have I, I would like to stay there because it, it reminds me of Grand Californian. Very lucky I've stayed there as well. Um, but I like I, I'm very fascinated by it. I haven't even actually been over there uh, to that hotel. Oh, I ate a Bomo at once. Yeah, it's really neat. So yeah, I think it's that. I think that's my answer. But there, you know, there's new ones opening up if if things open up. What's the new one called that's opening or opened? Reflections. Reflections, yes. A Disney Resort. I mean, that Resort looks interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. Would you have a big one? Well, I, uh, yeah, for a practical reason. I and, and we, my family, had talked about doing this next time we go down. Uh, I've never stayed at the yacht or beach club. Um, and that is the only way to get to the crazy pool nowadays. Like you used to just be oh, able to, yeah. we would, I mean, we would stay on site and we would like pool hop all the time. And if you stayed at a Disney hotel, that was kosher. And if you right. were cool about it, it was always kosher. Uh, and then it was just vacation clubs members could pool hop. So we got that perk for a few years and then. Uh, now I think they've even limited that pool specifically to like, yeah, vacation club members can still do some pool hopping. They cannot go to, um, God, I'm blanking on the name. It's like, it's a big selling point for the resort. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I, what's funny about it is I didn't even think about yacht and beach club or boardwalk because I hang out over there so much. In my brain, right. I felt like I have been there, but I have not stayed. Or, yeah, I have not stayed at either place, and I would love to do that, too. Cause that's I stayed what at I, the boardwalk a couple times, and uh, yeah, it's great. That combined with Epcot Center, like that combined with World Showcase, I don't, should I, is that the best plot of land on the Disney World Resort? Is that the best, coolest section, especially as our adult, as adults? As adults, I think, yeah, it, it, being able to walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios and having that many bars and restaurants and nice hotels. It, it uh, is pretty, yeah, it is pretty hard to beat uh, that as far as ambiance at night is hanging out on the boardwalk or hanging out at Yacht and Beach Club, walking into World Showcase, leaving. I think I said this on the episode when we, on our recap of when we took our trip, is that I was really wound up the, the day, first day we got there just because I hadn't slept a lot, trying to coordinate everybody getting into the park at the same time, blah, blah, blah. And I went over, I sat at World Showcase, I uh, had a drink while I watched the Baja Men, I and I, I remember going like having a sigh, and I went ah yes, and then I walked World Showcase. So we met up with you, gave you a piece of bread that I had bought, and then we walked over a yacht and beach club boardwalk area, and I was like, this is the greatest, yeah, the greatest place. Um, um, so I guess yacht beach club actually might be my answer too. Stormalong Bay is the uh, was the place I was trying to think of. That's the big like themed pool area, uh, and you got the Cape May seafood buffet you got peaches and cream 
Uh, you got all those restaurants. Uh, I've also never stayed at, like right in the middle of con- like the main building in Contemporary. Like I stayed at Bay Lake Tower hmm. once. But you know I what? That's seen- a good. Qu- you know, you're making a good point. I have maybe not stayed in that main building ever. Even when I was, there, a, I got to ask there, my mom. There used to be two wings, and they demolished the one to build Bay Lake Tower, and the other is still there. That's you know what you you're bringing up a very good point that I maybe when I was a kid we didn't stay in that main building and that still needs to be done at a certain point in my vacationing. Yeah, okay, I mean you're it, right. I like those main those main lodge the Wilderness Lodge in Grand California that main sort of like you come out into I don't know how much sound travels into those rooms you know overlooking a giant concourse like that but right all right so that's. Uh, that those are the answers. There's a few of them, and now yeah. the real final question: Which animatronic would you not want as your surgeon? Oh, as my sur- is that real? Are you serious? No, I just made that up. Oh, okay. You can answer though. Um, Uncle Orville it seems like he has doesn't have the right temperament for a surgeon. Too cantankerous. So right. I'd probably get along with him personally, but I don't know if I want him slicing me open. Yeah. I would like, you know what? My answer for this is uh, who I do want is the probe droid on uh, Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yeah. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. He knows how to probe. Easily, you can easily program him to uh, do open heart surgery or something. I assume. That's my yeah. understanding. Um, anyway, uh, we are over two hours here. How about that? Oh, how about that? Great. So, uh, I guess, I guess we'll, I guess we'll call it here. Uh, send us more questions next, when we ask for these next time. I don't know why I'm asking. You can send us questions whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to more mailbags. And also we like answer stuff on Twitch or Twitter. So, you know. Just uh, just hit us up at all the different social medias. Uh, you have, again, survived the Jason and Mike portion of Podcast The Ride. <laughs> uh, no big announcements as far as uh, any children we're having, but hopefully a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. Uh, follow us on all the social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch. It's all podcast the, at Podcast The Ride. You know how to do it. You're probably following already. You know what you should do, too, while I'm doing this, uh, is rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, we always forget to say that nowadays, but it does help us. It does help us. I'm still a little bit unclear how it helps us, but supposedly it does. So rate and review us on iTunes. And yes, uh, we will see you next week or next Wednesday if you're a Patreon subscriber. Also, a quick plug, we have a paywall Patreon uh, a lot more fun stuff we're doing over there. Uh, you know, very special topics like the uh, film that plays in the M&M store in Las Vegas. <laughs> specifically in Las Vegas, as it is Las Vegas themed. Yes, it's specifically Las Vegas themed, the, the video, the film. So all fun stuff over there. And yeah, uh, you got anything else? You want anything to plug, Jason? Any uh, of no. your e- Any eBay auctions you'd like to plug that you're trying to win? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, uh, then I think we can say goodbye. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Goodbye. Or, or day. day. Or day. Either one. <laughs> it's dark here now. It is dark here. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. 
Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.